Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Left Hook Podcast. I'm here with special guest Dave. How's it going, Dave? It's going well. Excited for the coming weeks. We got a fight night and then, obviously, 296, so I'm ready. Yeah, today we're going to talk about 296 because I feel like that's, in my opinion, I think that's card of the year. So I just want to, I think, what do you think? I think it's absolutely a contender. I mean, all all the main card pieces are all just going to be bangers. Oh, for sure. And, and a bunch of the, the uh, prelims are also pretty good. Well, I just want to uh, tell the people a little about you. You've been watching UFC for how long now? Like this is it's been one thirteen was my first UFC event, and I watched <laughs> and, it live. So. And how and how long ago was that? How long ago was one thirteen? Probably a decade. <laughs> I gave up for a while, and then I came back during the pandemic. So I've I've probably followed it for a good six years of my life. I think I think that's why everybody did. I think everyone started watching the pandemic because this was the only sport that was available during the pandemic, right? It it really helped. It it did. I mean, there were a lot of people who couldn't get their regular sports fix. Like this, this was the only, this is the only one. It's the only one you could watch. At the exactly. Time. All right. Well, let's start with the with the main event. Kobe Covington, after an 18-month just hiatus, no one knew where he was, gets a title shot against Leon Edwards. What do you think about that matchup? Honestly, I think I think Rocky is going to get the better of him. I, I really do think that Leon Edwards is, is such a well-rounded fighter that unless you are bringing something very dynamic to the table, it, it's hard to truly overcome him. Colby is not leagues better than him in one category of fighting. You don't think um, Kari's cardio and wrestling isn't uh, isn't leagues better? I, I think in terms of ground game, Leon's shown that he can manage it with some of his fights previous, fighting guys like Kamaru, who was a very wrestling-heavy mm-hmm. fighter yeah. before he fought Leon, and fighting the Dia- fighting Nate Diaz. There, he's fought some wrestle-heavy guys. And he's come out rather well. So if you had to make a prediction on that fight, what would you, uh, what would your prediction be? I think it's going to be rocky by decision. Yeah. Leon Edwards doesn't like to finish fights. He he takes them the distance. I find, but you think it'll be a close fight, like a like a. I think it will be. I think what'll happen is you'll see Colby do his regular thing, where he lands a couple really big, damaging shots or gets really close to a finish, but can't quite capitalize. He's almost like Chill Sonnen in that regard back in the day. <laughs> Sonnen used to have that Achilles heel where he could get a guy to the brink and just they'd worm their way out of it. Colby's kind of in that same boat. He he can't seem to get the finish when he needs it. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think he's finished a fight since, what, like five, six years ago? Well, he hasn't really fought that much in the past oh, few years. Yeah. Since Kamaru got his belt, that's basically been his only fights or have been against Usman. Yeah. Uh, we got another really, in my opinion, this fight, people aren't really talking about this fight. The Coleman event is the fly for the flyaway championship. It's Brendan Roy Vow is going to take on Alexander Pantosha. Pantosha is going to be defending defending his belt. I think that's a banger fight. I don't know if you saw the fight with uh, Pantosha Moreno, but after that fight, I started to love Pantosha because he is just fearless, man. He well, is absolutely fearless. He w- He is unafraid to engage in every facet. And honestly, I think Royval is a pretty good competitor too. I oh, just yeah. I don't he's think he's in Pantoja's tier. Pantoja is one of those guys where I just don't understand how he does what he does. He fights guys like Moreno and makes them 
looked foolish. Like, it didn't ever look close with Moreno. And Moreno's a very good fighter. Because he, he made it a dog fight the whole time. Made it a dog fight. Exactly. And, and Moreno's used that because he fought Devison. And that was Figueredo's entire style. It was just absolute war. And he handled Figueredo. He couldn't handle Pantoja. I think I think this is I think this is gonna be a fight of the night contender just it because Pantoja and even Roy Val like we're, like we're not talking like just Pantoja Roy Val is also very entertaining slick jujitsu good striking on the feet I mean his last fight was a first round knockout yeah he is a very good fighter and he's definitely a guy who in a few years I could see possibly holding that belt I don't think he's ready yet but I think in a few years you might see him hold the flyweight belt. Like, even for this fight right now, like, when I think about a prediction, I don't really have one at all in my head right now. I got to keep, like, looking at it because I think anything can happen. They both have very, very strong jiu-jitsu, and they both have good striking. If I had to give an edge, you have to give – I would give it to Pantoja just because he has the belt. But if this was just, like, in any regular fight, I actually don't know what the – I think it's pretty 50-50. What do you think? I think it's as close to 50-50 as a, fu- as a title fight can come. Pantoja, I think, gets the edge just because of his recent track record of fighting better fighters and taking them behind the woodshed, but it's it's going to be a very good fight. Okay, and now we have the featured fight, and it's going to be the probably the most one of the most scariest guys in the UFC, Rachmanov versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. They did Wonderboy so dirty. I mean, putting him up against Shavhat is just a terrible idea. I I like I I still think Stephen Thompson has it too. I don't think he's beyond his prime or anything. It's just a bad idea to pair him with that man. That man is a bad man. He will walk him down in that cage. It won't even be close. Do you, you think so? I don't even think it'll be because because I because I think that if Wonderboy somehow keeps it on the feet. I mean, he has a chance, and he has a chance. If he keeps it on the feet, but even then, I actually think, like, even if he keeps it on the feet, he's going to get walked down and just blown up. It's it, I don't even think it's going to be close. I think what you might see is something like Mahato Gary did to uh, Neil Magny, where he just keeps toying with him. No way. But really? it, it won't be, I don't think it'll be a very close fight. Sh- Shavhat Rachmanov is just a different beast. I mean, do you think he gets the finish like he always does? 17 wins, 17 finishes? you think he'll make it 18 wins, 18 finishes? Or do you think he'll take it to the decision? He'll he'll get the finish, just a matter of how long he wants to Jeez. keep the fight going. You really think it's not going to be that close at all? I really don't. I mean, look, Wonder Boy's a very good fighter, and I have faith that he'll try his absolute hardest to fight. Oh, 100%. But I think it's just a matter of different eras clashing, and I think in this case the new era is just going to Go crazy. So, do you think it's gonna be an early finish, late? What, what do you? What's your prediction? However, about? however, Shavkat wants it. <laughs> so, so it's really, so it's really Shavkat Rachmanov by whatever he wants, whenever he wants. So you, you think pretty well. You, you think he'll just toy with him? He will just do as he pleases. I'm if a, he I'm, wants imagine, to finish him early, he'll finish him early. If he wants to toy around, he'll toy around. Imagine we come back to this and Stephen um, Stephen Thompson actually wins. And look, I mean, we've gotten predictions wrong before in the past. I mean, I think everybody and their mother thought Israel Asanya would basically just take Sean yep. Strickland and snap him in half. And yeah. Strickland took that belt off him. If if it happens, I won't be surprised because anything can happen in the UFC. But I just happen to think in this case that it's not going to be a close fight. 
and then now the next fight, which for me is like, it's a it's a weird fight, but why did they do this? Uh, Patty Pimlet versus Tony Ferguson. Why do they keep bringing out El Kakui? He's he's done, man. It's it's he's a very good fighter, but he's done. He hasn't been a, he hasn't been Tony Ferguson almost since the pandemic, really. It's such a it's such a weird thing to see him not be in his element anymore. Because right around the time that I got an MMA, he was the draw. Oh, yeah. They were trying to book him and Habib for however many years. He tripped over a, a, a cord. Habib ended up, I don't know, and these issues, weight misses, yeah, having something thrown at a bus, yeah, that as well. There's just, there was always something wrong with that fight, but Tony Ferguson was the baddest man not named Nurmagomedov. I mean, he was the boogeyman of the division. Yes, he was, and that's why they call him El Kakui, the devil. Yeah, but now he's on, what, six-fight losing streak now? Yeah, his time's over. And, and, and they're, what they're doing is they're, they're get, doing the classic MMA tradition, feed the old to the young. They're feeding him to Patty Pimblett in the hope, hopes of, Boosting his star power, but in my opinion, I don't think Patty's that good of a fighter. He really isn't, and I, I think it's been shown that there are flaws to him. And honestly, if El Kakui walks out of here with a win, it is going to be very bad for the UFC and for Pimblet. I don't think he will, but if he manages to come out of here with a win, it's going to get ugly. I mean, that's what's why I think. I think if this fight actually goes to a decision, doesn't matter if. You know, Ferguson has the edge. They're going to give it to Patty. Just because Patty's the he's the cash cow. He's the money boy of the UFC. And truthfully, if, if it goes to a decision, it's almost like what happened when Ngannou fought Fury. If it goes to a decision, Ferguson kind of wins in the eyes of the public because he shouldn't be there. It's a matter of age, really. It's just his he's lost a step, and if he manages to keep up with Pimblet, that's going to be a very bad one. I mean, look, look who look who Ferguson's training with right now, David Goggins. Yep. You think <laughs> you think that's gonna help him? Uh, I I think it's it's beneficial that he's actually taking a camp for once, like he's not just training out in the woods punching trees or some something like he normally does, flipping tires, jumping over them. He's he's had very weird training methods, but it benefits him that he's actually in a camp with a trainer for once. So what is your uh, prediction on the fight then? This is a tough one to call. I think Pimblet will get the win. By finish? I don't... Yeah, by finish. I, I don't think... By knockout or submission? Because I don't know how he would finish, Tony. Maybe by submission, maybe? It'll... I, I think he'll be more inclined to finish him on the feet because I think most people would rather stand with Ferguson than get taken down because Tony's always been very good on the ground. Yeah. It's it's smarter to stand with him, and I think that's what Pimblet's going to do because he's very much a stand-and-bang kind of guy. All right, and the last fight, we're not going to talk about Ian Gary's uh, out-of-the-cage life. We're going to talk about his in-cage life right now, him versus Vicente Luque. I think it's going to be that's a great, great fight, but... That is an outstanding fight. I've gone on record before with people and said Vicente Luque is one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. I love the way that man fights. He basically just challenges you at whatever you're good at. He fought Chiesa in a wrestling match pretty much. I mean, that's the way to describe it. Flipped a rear naked into his own rear naked. Yeah, I Tyron saw, yeah. Woodley decided to try to keep it on the feet, so he decided to box him. 
He'll fight you in whatever way that you're comfortable, and he'll do and it better you. than you. But I think in this matchup, I just Gary is very slick on the feet, and I think I, I don't know. Gary I, is a menace. He's just yeah. It's it's so hard to know that it's it's probably gonna go one way, and it's gonna be for Ian Gary. He is a bad man. The way he dealt me, Neil Magny is yeah. disgusting. No, no one does that to Neil. Not Magny. only did he beat him, he toyed with him. Yeah, yeah. Basically, just like a lion letting its prey try to limp. It's not even fair. Yeah. So, in my prediction of this, I have. I think Gary just. I think Gary's gonna win, and but I really want Luke to win. But I just know that Ian's just. He's just, he's just on another level in his striking. And even his grappling's not that bad as well. I, I just think he's going to win. I think he gets the knockout as well. That's he's a think. different fighter. He really is. Between the fight he had in May when he or April, his fight before Magni and, and the Magni fight, he looks to be unstoppable right now. Until they feed him a guy in the top five, he might just steamroll the rest of the, of the, of the weight class. It's, it's not funny. And he also has that Conor McGregor confidence as well, which I really like. I yeah, think he has some swagger to him, the yeah, kid. Yeah, 100%. 100%. He, he manages also, and to give him some credit, he manages to manufacture a chip on his shoulder for the fights that he fights. I don't know if I've seen him really take issue with Vicente Luque yet. I think that his out-of-the-cage drama will probably fuel him for this fight. But if you look at what he did to Neil Magny, that's a masterful, just athletics. Shaq... Shaquille O'Neal used to do it all the time. He said he needed something when he stepped onto the court to make him angry to play his best. It, it, I think Gary channels a little bit of that when he fights. You need something to make you angry to succeed, and, and he has done a very good job at manufacturing that. Well, Dave, I think this is uh, all we have time for today. But, you know, I really appreciate you uh, coming in, especially during this busy time of the school year. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always it's always a joy to chat, MMA. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs>